You're listening to the Bread of Life podcast, featuring my latest teachings from the Word of God. The Word is truth and life to those who find Him, and Jesus is ready to be found. Jesus says that it is the words that I have spoken to you. They are spirit and life. Amen. The very words, he says, that I speak unto you, they are both spirit and they are life. This is John 6 verse 63. I am very excited here today to share this word with you and I pray by the Spirit of God that your hearts will be open to this word and for what he is about to say. Amen. Now, the Bible says there in the book of John that the words that Jesus speaks is both spirit and life. And I believe when it talks about his words, it's talking about his spoken word that which we hear from the voice of the Spirit, as well as his written word, that which he has given in the book of life. Amen. However, let's take a look briefly into the book of Hebrews, Hebrews 11. And verse 1 goes like this. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. By faith it's talking. The elders obtained a good report. It goes on to say on verse 3 that through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. Now let's break this down a little bit. For verse 1 says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And I want to draw our attention first to the second statement. For there's two statements here, yet I will speak about the second first. It says the evidence of things not seen. This is faith. Some translation says that it is the proof of things not seen. And so it's describing here that faith rests on the proof of that which we cannot see. Our faith then is proven by that which we cannot see. And so now let's line this up with verse 3 of Hebrews 11. It says that through faith, we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The things which are seen were not made by things which are seen. Some translation says that the things which are seen were not made by things which are visible. And so we can understand that the worlds were framed by that which does not appear. It was framed by that which is not seen. It was framed by that which is 
invisible. Bible says that it was framed by the Word of God. And in addition to this, the Word of God is Spirit. And the Spirit of God is He who is not seen. Jesus makes reference also that the Spirit of God is likened to the wind. We hear the sound thereof, but we knoweth not where it cometh or goeth because it's not seen. Amen. And so all that the Lord has made has been manifested, brought forth from one realm into another by the word of God, through the Spirit of the Lord God Almighty. Amen. John 1 says that all things were made by him, him Jesus, and without him was not anything made that was made. All things was made by him who was in the beginning with God. All things was made by the word. And there is nothing that is made that was made without him. And I believe that it pleases the Lord to have made Jesus the source of all things. For in Jesus alone is the fullness of all things. Amen. The Bible says on verse 2 of Hebrew 11 that the elders obtained a good report by this faith. For they believed God, they trusted God, and they trusted that His word was true and sure, and that which He had spoken would come to pass. That which He had spoken would not fail them. And because of their trust in Him, they obtained a good report. The Bible says there on verse 6 of Hebrew 11 that those that cometh to God must believe that he is, that he is the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the Lord God creator of heaven and earth, and he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He is the rewarder of those who put their trust in him and seek him and his promises believing that he will reward them for putting their trust in him. You see, this is so encouraging because the Bible says the elders obtained a good report from this faith. We have witnesses who have obtained a good report of this faith. And so we are encouraged to do the same. Amen. Now the Bible says there in verse 7 that by faith Noah being warned of God of things not yet seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Amen. Now Noah moved with fear to prepare this ark. To prepare this ark for a flood he had not yet seen, but he prepared this ark by being warned of God. Amen? For the Lord warned him that the rain would fall upon the earth for 
40 days and 40 nights. And it will not ease. And Noah moved to prepare the ark based on the word of God. And every detail of that ark was made by the word of God. He had not a map to work from. He had not even a reference to work from. But every detail and specification of that ark was made entirely by the word of God. And so that ark which is seen was made by that which is not seen. That ark which was there floating upon the flood waters during that time was made by that which is invisible. It was the word of God that prompted him to build that ark in exactly the manner and fashion it ought to be built. And I believe that not one alignment was out of place. For although it was the hand of Noah that labored to build it, it was the Spirit of God that built it. The Bible even goes on to speak about Sarah there in verse 11. It says that through faith, the same faith we're speaking about, it says through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Amen. You see, Sarah judged him faithful who had promised. And because she trusted in him to be faithful to her, the Lord God rewarded her for her faith in him. And so Isaac was born, not from a situation that seemed possible, not from a woman who was able to conceive, but Isaac was born from a situation which appeared not possible, which appeared not possible. And when she believed God, it is when she believed the word of God that the Spirit of the Lord was able to move and performed that which was impossible. He was able to bring forth a thing which was not. He was able to make eyes see a dead womb come back to life because the Word of God is life. And the Word of God is active. And so that which is dead comes alive by the Word of God. That which looked impossible was now seen as possible. You see, the Word of God is full of examples just like this. I'll tell you a last one on verse 30. It says, by the faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. And how is it this was possible that the walls of Jericho would fall down after being compassed about seven days? For they were instructions given by God himself. They were not the instructions of man. Yet they were the instructions of God and God's word does not fail. The word of man can fail, but the word of God does not fail. So the Israelites there compassed around that wall for seven days. And although it may have looked foolish in the eyes of many, they believed the word of God. And that wall did fall down 
at the precise instructions of God. And the coming down of that wall, it did not happen by the strength of man's arm. No, no, no. It happened by the Spirit of the Lord, through the instructions given by God and through the Israelites believing that instruction. And through the Israelites believing that instruction, they were obedient to the Word of God. And they moved by faith every day for seven days. This was the evidence of their faith. It was the word of God. The word was spoken by God and they believed it. And every day they compassed that wall, believing that on the seventh day it shall form. And the word of the Lord stands true today. For it did fall, just as he said it would. Amen. The word of God is spirit and it is life. Now, oftentimes when the word of God is spoken, we understand it not because it is spiritually discerned. The carnal man will read the word of God or if he hears the voice of God through a prophet or some other manner, he, he may not understand it because it is spiritually discerned. The thoughts of God are revealed by His Spirit. And unto some, when they hear the word of God, it sounds like foolishness unto them, because they understand it not. They understand not why a wall will fall down after compassing it for seven days. They understand not how a woman, a virgin woman, could conceive and be of child without having a male counterpart. They understand not how a man could spit on the ground and make mud with saliva and, and put it on another man's eye and tell him to go wash. And he comes back seen. They understand not how a lame man from birth could rise up and walk according to the word given by another. For the disciple there, Peter, tells a man to rise up and walk. And the words he spoke were not of himself, but were from the Spirit of God. And indeed, the man rises by faith. Receive strength in his ankle bones and legs, and indeed walks. And all these men and women I speak about, they moved by faith, the evidence being the word of God that was spoken unto them. For all these things are spiritually discerned, and they understand not the things of the Spirit. And so those who move in faith, are actually moving not by what they see, by what they do not see. It's not what they hear from the carnal ears, but it's what they hear from the spiritual ears. It's what they hear from the spirit. And so the evidence of their face is not that which is tangible. It's not that in which one can touch. But the evidence of their faith is on the premise of that which we cannot touch nor see, for it is invisible. For it is by the Spirit of God, through His Word, 
all things are manifested and comes to pass. And the word I speak of is Jesus Christ. The word of God is spirit and life. Amen. The Bible says that Jesus is the bread of life. We know that life is only found in him. For he is the one and the only one who can show us the way to eternal life. And so when the Bible says here on the first verse of Hebrews 11 that faith is the assurance of things hoped for. It says faith is the substance of things hoped for. I believe it's talking about Jesus being that assurance of that which we hope for. The rich man says to Jesus, how is it? Show me, tell me the way of eternal life. He said, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And in simple words, our Lord Jesus says to him, follow me. Follow me because I am the way. I am the truth and life. Amen. Now we ain't really living if we're not living for Christ, if we're not living in Christ, if we are not living in Him and He in us, if we've not taken our abode in Him and He has taken His abode in us and we have become one with the Son and the Son has become one with us, we are not truly living and we have not truly found life. For life is only found in Christ Jesus, where we'll be able to drink from the river of his pleasures always. By the workings of the cross, we have been granted the assurance to this eternal life. By the blood that was shed, to cleanse our sin has purified us so that we can walk void of offense and to please the one who has chosen and called us. He is our assurance. Our faith in him grants us the assurance of that which we hope for. Amen. And there is no other way. For the Bible said there's only one mediator between God and man, and that is Christ Jesus. There is no other way. Now the Word of God has promised us eternal life unto those who believe and know that God, Jehovah, is the one true God and those that believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God sent by the Father to save those who are lost. This is the promise we have. This is the word of God that has been given. And many before us, many generations before, have received a good report of this promise. And I too believe it. And so my friend, I ask you this day, what are you hoping for? But maybe you've put your hope in things that shall perish. Maybe you've put your hope in things that are 
temporarily available. Here today and gone tomorrow. Perhaps you have put your hope in things that are corruptible. I don't know, only you know. Only you know truly what you are living for. For day by day, our time on this earth is running out. And we know not the hour in which he comes. And if we are looking to get right with God, I beseech you to get right with him now. And yet I beseech you today to put your hope in that which shall not perish. Put your hope in Christ Jesus, who is able to grant you eternal life. Who is able to grant you a life where there's no guilt or shame. If you was to trust his word today, as the elders did, as Abraham did, as Sarah did, and as many others did, I believe you too shall have a good report. Amen. Heavenly Father, I acknowledge you this day to be the one true and living God and the only one who can cleanse us and set us free and join us to thee through your Son, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that this word shall be engrafted in the hearts of each hearer today and that it shall bear fruits in their life as they come to the recognition that your Son, Jesus, is the only assurance for us out of this corrupted world and that he is the only assurance for us to live the true life, the true life which is only found Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Bread of Life podcast. Visit our website, nomoreblind.com for more information regarding this podcast and many others. Share this message with your friends and family and help us spread the word of God, which restores our soul. Until next time, remember, the grass may wither and the flower may fade, but the word of God will never change.